Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The question I was asked was, or the saw was, you know, you're willing to play, pay surge pricing for fast food. And when I saw the title of this, I thought, well, would my fast food actually become faster? Like, would it be delivered fast? Because I don't know about you, but fast food is very slow these days. But Wendy's making headlines because they are about to experiment with surge pricing, much like Uber, much like Lyft. And so as they roll out their digital menus to their U.S. restaurants by 2025, uh, this is what they're going to be looking for. Does it work? Because under this testing pilot, burgers, Frosties, and all your uh, my menu items are going to have something called, they call it dynamic pricing. Not more expensive pricing, not rip-you-off pricing. It's dynamic pricing. So it'll cost you more during times of increased demand. And again, uh, if you go to New York City and buy a Baconator, Baconator, $12.24 US, that's very expensive. But if you buy it under dynamic pricing, it would fluctuate throughout the day. So if you bought it at lunch, maybe it's a bit less, or maybe it goes up. Or no, it'll go up at lunch and dinner, but it might go down at like mid-afternoon or, or late at night. I don't know. I guess they'll have to figure this out. But again, how does this improve anything other than making food more expensive? And is it a risk worth taking? I guess we're going to find out. David Suberman is professor of marketing and the Canadian National Chair of Strategic Marketing with Rotman School of Management. Good to have you, Dave. Good morning. What was your reaction when you saw this? Well, I think it's interesting. On the one hand, um, one of the things we try to encourage businesses to do is to innovate and to learn. And so I think on the pro side, um, this is uh, an interesting innovation because we've not seen it in fast food before. And uh, beyond that, they're positioning it, positioning it as an experiment. And anytime you run an experiment, you hope to learn to see what works and to see what doesn't work. So that that's on the positive side. Now, what I would also um, mention is there's a couple of concerns. One is um, when you are changing your prices, the willingness of your customers to accept those changes depends on how they see them. Um, if the changes are positioned as an increase when demand is high, um, you're probably going to get a negative reaction. As the uh, if the changes are positioned as a reduction or a saving when demand is low, you may in fact have a lot of people that are interested. And so a lot of this depends on what the anchor point is. Are they going to have a regular price above which the product never goes and then discount it at periods of low demand? That might be a lot more attractive than the alternative. And finally, there's also the issue mm -hmm. of competition. How is the competition going to respond to this? And um, it's pretty easy to come up with advertising campaigns that would counter this. For example, when you come to McDonald's, 
We care about you. You know the price you're going to pay. Only at Wendy's is it uncertain, Mm -hmm. and so on. So, I mean, these are sort of my initial reactions to this story. Yeah, I mean, I like to ask the question, what could go wrong? And, and so if you can go through that scenario, what could go wrong? You've made that list and realize, you know, figure, okay, the, the rights outweigh the wrongs and maybe they can make it work for them. My, my um, issue would be, and this is being done in the United States, uh, we've seen huge cost increases, obviously, with inflation and, and food prices have just gone up so much. I, I'm not sure, and I'm sure they did their own kind of polling internally and focus groups and all the rest of it, um, but, but they're going to have to up their game if they're going to sell people on, you know, pay a couple of bucks more. If the burger arrives and it's still the same, you know, soft, like if it's, if it, if it looks the way it does now, I'm not so sure people would buy in, in longevity anyway, because what am I, what am I getting? Am I getting it faster? Am I, is it going to taste better? What do I get if I pay a little more? Well, I think what's interesting is you mentioned the price of the, was it the Baconator or something, which yeah, was like over $12. But, for example, if it was positioned saying, you know, in low-demand periods, you may be able to get a Baconator as low as $8. You may, in fact, find a very different reaction so that, for example, you have the regular price, but the surge pricing is only positioned as a reduction in times of low demand. It might be a very effective way of bringing people into your um, store when there's – when there are a few people there. Now, the interesting thing about that is then, you, as I said before, the competitive reaction. First of all, if all competitors engage in surge pricing, then you're not going to really find an advantage. And we see that, for example, in competition between Uber and Lyft. I mean, their prices fluctuate in almost uh, coordination. So, yes, they go up and down, but no, neither of the two competitors gains an advantage through uh, the pricing that they adopt. Albeit, I would push back. I mean, they know the tricks of the trade. You know, if there's a concert, let's say, down at Budweiser stage and there's no transportation around, your ride can get very, very expensive. And they've kind of got the power um, to, to set it. And I, I do think there's a real risk, um, you know, in, in, in Wendy's not being able to kind of justify the cost. Like I said before, if there's nothing else that comes with it, like if they're so, so busy, they can't handle all this then business is great, right? They're making more money. But if you can't then, with my surge pricing, uh, give me um, an incentive, like your lettuce will be crisp opposed to warm, something, or it's faster at least, then then you're really not paying for anything better. Well, for sure. And I think there's no evidence in the story that, they're, that they have any plans to produce the products any differently. And that would be a very slippery slope. If you actually said that it was going to be fresher, at a higher price, then um, that would provide an easy opportunity for the competitor competitors to criticize you when the price is low. I mean, there's mm-hmm. also this whole issue of ethics that we we also bring into business, and I think people sort of think, well, firms should earn you know a reasonable markup over what their costs are. And the thing about dynamic pricing is it has very little to do with costs; it has to do with demand. And so there's always going to be a bit of a reaction against that. Sometimes you might be making $8 on a Baconator, and other times you might be making $4. And some people find that to be unreasonable. But as I've said before, in certain um, domains, we've become accustomed to that in airline pricing and in taxi pricing. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And I guess one of the things 
is is that they are positioning positioning it as an experiment, so that gives them a chance to learn. Yeah, for everybody. We're talking to David uh, Soberman about uh, this news that Wendy's is going to try uh, you know, surge pricing like we've seen in, in, in rideshare. Uh, but, but the risk is, David, that you can really anger a lot of people. Fast food's supposed to be affordable, more affordable. It's supposed to be fast. And if people are then just getting $13 burgers, I mean, they have risk pushing a lot of people out of the door and saying, to hell with you. Albeit on the flip side, we could see everybody going this way, right? Because somehow the businesses will justify, well, we had to have surge pricing because we had all these, or like there will be a justification easily made. I just think there's also the risk of a lot of anger. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think there's an issue, which is, are we moving to a new business model? In which case there's a transition transition period, in which case Wendy may be either at an advantage or a disadvantage, or is this just a flash in the pan? And a lot of that will be determined by whether the experiment is successful. If they find that they're bringing people into their restaurants in off-peak periods and they still have a lot of demand in the uh, peak periods, then it's something that they might implement in a greater number of restaurants. But if, on the other hand, it doesn't seem to have a major effect, then they'll probably step back from it because it also requires information and effort to actually implement dynamic pricing. It's, it's naturally, in any organization, it's not easier just to have a have a single price that you charge all the time yeah mm. stay tuned on this one it, it's a fascinating uh, move and yeah it could go a whole bunch of ways appreciate your time on it thanks so much no problem it was my pleasure there you go. That's David Soberman weighing into this with Rotman School of Management. I'll open the phone lines 416-870-6400, talk Are you sold on this? I'm not sold on this at all. I thought it was wonky that Wendy was going down this road because, for me, fast food's supposed to be fast. It's no longer fast. And, again, $12.24 for a bacon egg, that's U.S., by the way, if you let's say in Canada they'd have to charge like 15 16 bucks would you pay like 15 or 16 bucks to get a baconator in surge costs cuz unless that baconator is still crackling with the bacon juices and all the rest of it and that tomato is really red or or it's somehow better and faster what am i paying for and then you know what all the businesses could do that and we're kind of just stuck in it but would you pay more for fast food 